Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hello, you're listening to another episode of Chocolate Chat where me, Adam Morrison-Jones, talks to someone from the industry about their favourite chocolate bar. In this episode, we're going to discuss Kit Kats, the world's first working man's chocolate bar, and we'll be looking back at Mars. Was it a good idea to put the peanuts in it and make it a marathon and then turning it into Snickers? We don't know. But we are joined by Mr Chocolatier himself, Chris Wonka-Barnes. So uh, great to have you, Wonky. How are you? Yeah, I'm very good. Thank- You're very good. I, I think uh, a lot of people listening to this podcast would crucify me. <laughs> if I didn't ask you this quiz- question, or the question even, uh, why did you kill so many kids in the chocolate factory? Because they they didn't eat chocolate. They were they decided that they were going to become vegetarians, and I didn't like it. So I, I, I... Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm, this, is, this isn't chocolate chat. It's small screen 90s. You're not a murderous killer of children who don't like chocolate. You're Chris Barnes. Yes, I am. Oh, oh, we, we fooled a few people there, didn't we? Uh, this week I did get a little letter from Nestle. Did you? Yeah, Nestle cereal saying, Dear Mr Jones, you may have a claim to SpongeBob SquarePants, but we own the name Shreddies, so would you please cease and desist? Loving the show, Steve. Ah. Oh. Bloody Steve from Nestle. He's always one step ahead of the game, isn't he? Uh, well, I'll take it on board, but it's not the last you've seen the Shredder. He's coming back in new multimedia ways. And on Someone say clothing range. Someone say Netflix special. No one did, but I did. Did someone say collectible Polk series? Merchandise. Lots of merchandise. Uh, bags. bags. COVID masks. <laughs> COVID masks, yeah. That's what they want. Covid masks that have lots of little holes in them. Cigarettes, no, not cigarettes. Lighters with shredder on them. Oh, I like that. Do you think like people got really like upset when like Covid stopped? Like the people selling those novelty masks at work. Because... We are giving away rubber gloves for charity. Are you? Why are you giving yeah. away rubber gloves for charity? Because we've got loads of them and people are buying them. People are buying the rubber gloves. I don't know what they're doing with them. Trying to make their own makeshift cow and try and milk it. Probably. I don't know. A makeshift cow. But they can't find a real one. They can't find a real one anymore. They have to make their own and fill it full of milk and then uh, (laughs) milk it that way. I find find those people who probably, like, started on the masks were the people who lost out on the old fidget spinners and before that, the yo-yo and before that, the knockoff Tamagotchis. Clackers. Clackers, yeah. (laughs) Clackers. It's weird, isn't it, a fad? We need another fad and we need to be on top of it. Uh, small screen 90s merchandise. All small the kids love 90s. it. They all love it. Look. In the playground, they're the going, lock it in. Let's lock it in. <laughs> oh, I've mate. never heard of any of these shows these old men are talking about, but I, I do enjoy the podcast. C- coming for Christmas, small screen 90s, the quiz book. Got the drinking game. Small screen 90s. How, how would you play small screen 90s, the drinking game? Has Adam actually watched the program? You can tell. By him being quite quiet about it. <laughs> Has he definitely watched it? Take a sip. Uh, how many times we used to muck up, lock it in, before we decided to do it separately, stuff together? Oh, I like the idea of this. We can make so much out of this. But most of all, it's important that we make a quality podcast for our listeners. Do you agree? Yes. Well, 
marking down shows because they uh, don't apply to Chris's r- amazing rules that they must abide by. And yeah, if they have it, kids it, in them doing acting, then Adam marks them down. I hate it. All kids singing ruins everything, as we discussed today. Uh, why? If you do have kids and you think, oh, that's really nice singing, that's nice for you because they're your kids. And I say this because, listener, I see you as a friend. No one wants to hear your kids sing. No one other than you and maybe the grandparents. No one wants it. Unless they're handsome, they're not geniuses. So this is your resignation for not going on as a judge from Britain's Got Talent. (laughs) I'd I'd go as a judge from Britain's Got Talent. And I would say, like, come on, you have an annoying childlike voice. You shouldn't be singing Bat Out of Hell. Well, that's what children have got. They can't work with anything else. Wouldn't it be more scary for a child and an adult's voice? Well, that's what you want. Like, who's ever, like, name me five singers, five singers under the age of 16 that have genuinely been good. Uh, Britney Spears. Britney Spears, I think, was 18 when she started. Oh. Uh, Christina Aguilera. I think she too was 18. No, she wasn't. No, she was in the Mickey Mouse Club. They both were. Yeah, but they weren't singing in that Mickey Mouse They wasn't they in the Mickey Mouse singing. Club when they were six. Yeah, they were singing in there. when they Were, were they? Is that all they were doing? Sing- they weren't proper singers, though, were they? They were talking to a giant mouse. That it, is not art. It is art. It's not, Barnes. It's not. That is not art. But a pop star sensation speaking to a mouse, that is art. When David Bowie does it, it's art. I think I watched a t- programme with Joe Lysep about the Royal Academy of Art. And I've got a dog's Did head you? that I made at college and I'm thinking about entering it next year. I, please, please do that, please. But, but you've got to do the whole thing as Trevor Bilgood. Oh, so Trevor's got to enter it. No, because then I've got to hand it in as Trevor. Hey, I see you. No, but that could be part of the arts piece. <laughs> that, that's, oh, that'd be amazing. We've got to do, we've got to have a practical joke or something. Life's got too boring. Can you imagine my Facebook post? You'll never guess. I've now got a piece in the Royal Academy of Arts. But as Trevor and not reference to as you Trevor. at all. Yeah, oh, Trevor has. Oh, I haven't. You haven't. Wow. I might try and get Shredo in as well. Shall we both have a go? You're trying to push him, aren't you? I'm trying to push him. Like I, I look back at Tingy and Dave the Elephant now and think, I understand what it's like to have a great idea. Also, another great idea created by me. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Who would voice Shredo? Would it be Fred Dynage? Uh, probably Danny DeVito. Hey, what you doing? Like he is in uh, Hercules. <laughs> yeah, like that voice. But the bad guys would have like high pitch voices. Turn it on its head. Do you see what I mean? That's what. So like in my eyes, he's going to defeat someone called Weetabix. Spoilers. Uh, but he'd have a really high pitch voice. And of course, Weetabix look a lot bigger to Shreddies, don't they? You can't use these brand names. You've been well, told once already. <laughs> Oh, I'll wait for next week for Kevin from Weetabix to ring You're up. You're upsetting Steve. <laughs> You're upsetting the Nestle Foundation. When did they ah. get letters? We, we did get a letter. We, we did. I'm amazed they found the address. Uh, wow, this has been a great intro, but you know what? We've got an even better show. Play that title. <laughs> That's right. You're listening to Small Screen 90s, the only podcast in the entirety of the universe, megaverse, multiverse, whatever verse you are, flipverse, unverse, uh, verse of a song, the only podcast that reviews 90s shows out of 90. And why do we do it? We don't really know. It's just an idea once, and that's episode 21. How? No, 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 it's, it's episode 22. It's episode 22. I mean, how has this happened? Editing. Uh, editing. There won't and be edited out. I'll leave it in. I like that. I like editing. is just something that we shout for the right <laughs> places to edit. Edit. Uh, but we're back. And I think it's been a good week. It has been a good week. We've got some classics and we've got one returning contender that didn't get reviewed last week. I think it's only fair that we give them what they want straight away. Yes. Just one thing yeah. on... The Roman Road. You watched yeah. all one hour and 30 minutes of it. 
No, I watched about an hour. When did you realise it wasn't Jonathan Creek? Well, I'll be honest with you. Oh, the, the, the police are coming out. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'd not watched much Jonathan Creek. And I was thinking, I don't know why people rave about this. And then I watched some Jonathan Creek this week and thought, oh, this is really good. It all made sense. You know, when like it's the end of a movie and everything's coming together, mm-hmm. it clearly isn't Jonathan Creek. And anyone who's watched a lot of Jonathan Creek should understand that it's not Jonathan Creek. But where I've only watched a few episodes, I think three episodes of Jonathan Creek, and want to watch more now after watching that episode that I've watched for this. Uh, yeah. What did you think of Roman Rhodes? Let's have it out in the open. Well, I didn't watch it all because I realised it wasn't Jonathan Creek. Within 30 seconds, I realised it wasn't Jonathan Creek because Alan Davis jumps through a hedge and an old lady says to him, Oi, Vincent! He's obviously not called uh, Jonathan then. And then three minutes after that, his Scottish friend says to him, What are you doing here, Vincent? And you didn't take that as, Oh, this is not Jonathan Creek. (laughs) Or the theme tune wasn't even on it. Play the theme tune! one of those TV specials. Do you know what I mean? Oh, Where yeah, they like don't play the... One foot in the old garb. I don't think the uh, TV theme's in it. Yeah. But Spoilers it, for later. Spoilers for later. What did you think, then, of Roman Rhodes, other than turning it off? It weren't that great, was it? It made <laughs> well, no sense. No, why has he got little tash? Uh, and why does he keep smoking joints <laughs> to make him look edgy? It's weird, though, isn't it? It's people who take drugs after 30. Stop it. Yeah. It's not, it's not for you. Yeah, you've heard it from Zamo Jones. You you stop smoking drugs. <laughs> you stop smoking that way. Uh, the amount of life I'm going to save through that. So, it's got a banana advert. Oh, we're going to Jonathan Creek now? Yeah. I thought, so, uh, it's got a banana advert. It's got Frank Pickles. And I loved his character at the beginning. I loved the little run he did where he's like, you've ruined all the best jokes by cutting away too early. Uh and then having a rant going, you can't do what you used to do back then. It's not PC anymore. And I wanted to record that little bit and play it to people anytime someone kicks off backstage. Hang on a minute. I've just got to get the dog in because he's barking. I hope that's not a euphemism. Oi! Do <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> you hear me yell, your Oi! <laughs> yeah, I heard you. I think I picked that, that comedy gold. <laughs> oh, I've listened to that. Right. Yeah, so last week when I see was it down on his luck comedian, you were like, oh, ha, ha, ha. Uh, what? Because uh, that's a bit of a final point because his wife has been murdered. Yeah. That's what you but, said. But to, I, I did. And I thought, no, but you said he'd fallen on hard times or something. And I thought, well, yeah. murdered wife's a bit more than hard times, isn't it? That's a tragedy. <laughs> No, you're making it sound like he's gone to the shop without his bag for life. That is that is something that um, concerns us all. 
I'll be honest, sometimes I go without the bag for life and just buy one when I'm there because I can't be bothered with taking it with me. You bastard. Yeah, the biodegradable ones at the co-op. So, yeah, I really like that speech that he did and the guy saying no and then finding out he couldn't move his fingers anymore because of arthritis, so he couldn't do any of the stunts. Yeah, that was established early, so people would be like, oh, but how did he... How did he- uh, get out of that room without any fingers. Well, yeah, how? Use his fingers. Which uh, I really like. Also, finally watching Jonathan Creek. Uh, someone uh, watched this and come up with Sherlock, didn't they? They they did. <laughs> yeah, I think I think maybe Sherlock. <laughs> I think Sherlock Holmes may outdate Jonathan Creek the original. I mean the series, man. Like like Sherlock Holmes. I don't think like he was sat there going, this gives me an idea to the Baskervilles. No, but I watched it and thought, why has Alan David never been in the running for a Doctor Who? Because he's Jonathan Craig, I think. That might be the... He's never been yeah, in but... Doctor Who at all, has he? No, but he'd be great. Do you agree? You looked genuinely yes. disgusted when I mentioned that. That was... No, 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 I that think was, That was one of those faces that I've known to understand and go, stupid bloody idea. What's him getting Fred Dynage in? Oh, get Fred Dynage as the Doctor. I reckon that could be it. Like, Boy, that, see, that is a multiverse. Yeah, if it, if the Daleks start kicking off, we just, as a little phone call to the craze, and they'll be helping him out. I love it. Perfect. The craze versus the Daleks. There's a Marvel switch. I really like this. I, I was brought into it. I liked at the end there was a twist. It wasn't just a murder where no. most things go and you can work out who the murderer is within the first few minutes. Did you think it was connected minutes. to the toilet? I thought it was connected to the toilet and for a while I thought it was a chauffeur. I thought that, I don't know, someone had stuck a thing, someone had put gas through that hole and then it, it gassed him and then it, that's no. But that wasn't true. I thought I thought there was something to do with like rats or something or bananas. I thought bananas were a bit of a kind of a, a loophole, but I don't know how a banana could kill anyone other than slipping on one. So you play that game when you watch a murder programme that you try and work out who it is? Yeah, yeah, instantly. Do you think there's some people that watch it and just don't bother and think, well, I'll find out at the end anyway. I don't have to work it out. And I would like to be one of those people of just watching something going, this is enjoyable, not trying to guess the ending. You don't, it's too much stress in life with that now, isn't there, of trying to guess the ending. I've done it with Marvel films now. I've got so suspicious going I'm going to guess what the end credits are ne- oh. never really got it right and if you manage that for Thor Love and Thunder good on you oh I did not the, not the first one the second one I thought yeah um, Yeah. anyway we're doing this again aren't we we're, we're, we're yeah if you, get, it. if you get it from that we don't like Love and Thunder do we because we keep wanting to spoil it every week <laughs> who would have thought the BGs would be in it a, a BG a BG the BG the BG the B not the cheese. Uh, his trousers fall down. All right, that I can't remember his when that. Trousers do fall down. I liked him. He's a good character. Caroline Quinton's great in it as well. I liked the scene when he was trying to get the uh, the lock off the car, and he did it in forty seconds. And she just put the lock on the car to park anywhere in London. I thought that's <laughs> some good, some good fun writing there. Uh, Melon has got a knife in it. Yeah, I didn't understand, like, as a warning, if you woke up and you saw a melon with a knife in it next to you, wouldn't you just rather, like, go for... Like, if you're going to stick a knife in something, wouldn't you just rather go for, like, a pig's head or something like that, something more terrifying? Not a horse's head, like in the Godfather, pig's head. Yeah, but pig's heads are easier to get hold of, aren't they? Are they? Well, if you go to a butcher's, what are you more likely to get? I don't know. It depends. (laughs) Depends what happens. Well, it depends what on what, the... if you've got a dodgy butcher. Yeah. Oh, we've got any pig's heads there. Like a pork scratching or something. Just a pork scratching with a butter knife next to it. With a side yeah. going, you're next. That would freak me out more. Freak me out. I love a pork scratching. Especially the Coleman's mustard ones. Delicious. Why did I put Thomas the Tank Engine? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> so you don't, you've watched it, you still don't know why I put Thomas the Tank Engine at the bottom. Why did you put Thomas the Tank Engine? I don't know. I thought, oh, it's montage time, and uh, the sad, sad little clown. I think she called the comedian, which is the one yeah. we all are. It was a fax machine. Her boyfriend's called Trevor. Windmill. 
Uh, oh, he's, he was called uh, Jack Holiday, the made-up which, comedian. Which is a great name, isn't it? I kind of wonder what Jack Holiday's work would have been like. Um, I'm guessing not great. I'm guessing he would have been one of those people who would have been in a carry-on film, but not a big star, but enough to do a few summer seasons. He would have he would have been in the carry-on films, but in Carry On Columbus, the last one yeah. that they made, which was crap, apparently. I've never watched Everybody's favourite carry-on film. Have you watched them on ITV2? Uh, ITV4? A carry-on film I've on ITV4. Yeah. At the beginning, they say some of the views in this film might may uh, may not reflect today or something. Before it starts, it's like, yeah, no shit, no shit. Yeah, it's a carry on film. I think it was carrying on at the Kyber, sure. and I think it's Breslau has decided to do blackface. No, not a good idea. Yeah, but it's weird when people pull that. Like, it's fair enough. Like, if something does trigger you, it's great to have something at the beginning now to stop you. But if you're watching a carry on film. I'm guessing someone watching that is not part of the woke movement. I don't think anyone who's sitting down watching Carry On Doctor is going, I'm going to change the world after I've watched my favourite film, Carry On Doctor, followed by Curry and Chips. That's not going to be their watchings, though, is it, really? Do you mean the TV show or actually Curry and Chips? The TV show. Ah, yes. Spike Milligan's yeah, I mean, best work. And, and, and that is hideously problematic. Even then would have been, I reckon, hideously problematic. Oh, but we're not here to discuss that. <laughs> There's because... a Harry and Paul sketch I found the other day where they black up because they're trying to be like the reggae, reggae sauce man on Dragon's Den. And I thought that was that was offensive when they did it. <laughs> Why do they think that was a good idea? Well, like David Mitchell blacks up in uh, the Mitchell and Webler. In like, I think it's series two, episode three or something, where he takes off a mask and he's just blacked up and he's saying, like, are you doing that for any reason? And he's like, no, I just like it. And it's like, so it's not... It's I think that's a right. problem. Well, it's, that's it's all right, because they know that's offensive. It is, but there's no, like, warning before it. It's such an odd conversation, isn't it, when you delve deep into it. Just don't do it. There's your way around it. Don't do it. It's not funny. Just don't do it. So, Jonathan Creek. Jonathan Creek. Don't do it. Uh, so I like Jonathan Creek. I really enjoyed mm. this episode. I, I knew it was good because I think, well, because I, I watched Roman Rhodes first, I was like, oh, this is really good. But going back on how bad it was, I don't know if it was as good. So I'm going to give it 50. You didn't think it was as good as what, Roman Rhodes? No, because I, but when you watch something shit, like, take the Suicide Squad. Everyone mm. loved the new one, thought it was brilliant. But look what they had to compare it to. Yeah, that, that is true. Rick but Mail that's... is in some episodes of Jonathan Creek, so I think that, that bumps it up. I know, what, we should have watched 60, that episode. Then. 60. Well, that, I never knew Rick Mail. The mailer was on it. He was in it occasionally. I think he was in a in a wheelchair, which is problematic again. <laughs> Problematic podcast. So, uh, 60. Yes. So, yes. let's... No, no. You got them. It. In. In. Wow. Next up, we are going to watch an all-time favourite of mine. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. We're going to watch a bit of Rugrats. Rugrats, indeed, and I, I'm doing it off notes on my screen as well. Which is, they, they, they don't need this insight. Rugrats is, I love this episode. The thing that ruined it for me at the beginning, <laughs> I can guess from the now, beginning. No, 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 no. Right, we know my feelings of them going on any cartoon characters going on vacation for a film, but they went on vacation for an extra long episode, and at the beginning. They played the song Vacation Fair, I'm gonna beat that quite upbeat song. <laughs> I thought, oh, I'm on vacation now, this is good, because I like that song. And at the end, we'll go through it, but I need to share this with you now. Uh, why did Angelica need to sing it? It's exactly what happens in Rugrats a movie, where she sings one way or another, but they have to play one way or another just to cover up how bad it is. Maybe they bought the rights to it, so they thought they might as well play it twice. Exactly. It didn't need it. It didn't need their singing. I I love this. Stu Pickles is my spirit animal. I just, I love the idea of them going on like vacation and one of the lines was, are we going to live here now? Going, no, it's just vacation. You could do whatever you want. And from the moment that Tommy dropped his toy cat and seeing a massive Siegfried and Roy because that's who it really was. Going, I'm going to pack. I'm going to pack one of those kittens. I thought trouble's going to ensue. And you know what? I was right. I thought you were going to say when he dropped acid. When he dropped acid, <laughs> I, I'd that'd be a very different episode. All grown up. Is that is that how they made progress? All grown up. They dropped acid. That was a weird concept, weren't it? Do you know what? What's great about Rugrats and being young? Get them to grow up. Yeah, just sort of. Ruined the whole concept. What did you think of this? I liked it. It's it's a bit like The Simpsons before they realised that Homer was the lead character. Mm. When the parents are uh, secondary ones. Also, just pointing it out there, terrible parenting all round. Terrible parents. Taking your kids to Las Vegas or Slot Vegas, as it was referred to, which I misunderstood that on two separate occasions, and thought, they're going, where? <laughs> <laughs> like this ain't right and then just leaving that leaving six kids is it six kids Spike didn't go on the holiday did he no leaving five no. kids with, with Stu now I don't know Stu personally but I don't think he's the most responsible of people if I had kids personally I wouldn't leave them with him but oh. yeah 
and going to a very strange Viking themed restaurant slash casino. Yeah, I wrote down how big is this hotel because they seem to go from <laughs> room to room. The Viking with a bit, river, with a river and a boat. Yeah, and do you know the other annoying thing, like the kids got on the boat and they could steer it and make it go round, and like you remember going on the bubble works. You just went where the boat went. It there was no way to steer it or anything. You can get off and have a laugh. You were just on the bubble work. So there's people rowing it, and the only reason they keep rowing is because the kids are jumping up and down on the uh, drums at the back. That's the yeah. only reason they're going fast for. No one turned around and go, why are we doing it for the kids for? Why are we not doing yeah. it for the man in charge? Health and safety was different there. Four babies could jump on the back of a boat, jump up and down on the drum, and then no one would question it. The, the lines are in pri- prism. Prism was one prism. of my favourite lines. Those lines are stuck in prism. I thought that's some good writing there. Also, when they created this uh, Rugrats as well, they wanted to draw the babies so they looked ugly. So the whole point was so they were more relatable. And finding that out, watching it back, it was just it was just a slice of fun. Not obviously until Angelica sung at the end because he wanted to be famous. Well, Chucky looks like uh, Chris Evans. He does look like Chris Evans. He, and... He's based apparently on the child's play doll, isn't he? Is he? Oh, what? Yeah. The... yeah, Chucky the doll. Yeah, Chucky the doll, which is uh, a bit odd. Angelica is basically Ruka Salt from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Yeah, and yeah. and I and I think if you're creating a character that's very similar to someone, don't put them in a scene where they're on a river. Oh, no, that's probably not the best idea. It shines quite clearly what you were up to. Is it Lil and Phil? Every changeable. Phil and Lil. Lillian. Yeah, that's how he talks, isn't it? Lillian doing that, like that. But Rugrats ran for years, didn't it? It was almost like the most long-running cartoon animation as long as The Simpsons was. It's still going. Still going, but it's now all CGI. And they've changed some of the characters. Uh... Susie's back in it, but they got rid of the one who came in in Rugrats in Paris. <laughs> it sounds like a porn film. <laughs> Rugrats in Paris, it does sound terrible, doesn't it? There's a film. There's a film that I remember loving as a kid because it's basically a Godzilla movie at the end. But now you watch it and think they really had run out of ideas. No, they ran out of ideas when they made Rugrats go wild and they met the wild form breed. Oh, that's a crossover. That's a great crossover. We need to do a special on crossovers. The Nickelodeon crossover. Angry Beavers meet uh, Sister Sister. I mean, that's going to be slightly hard to make. Yeah, no. <laughs> It'll just be like uh, that woman who danced with a cat. What, Paula Abdul? That's it, Paula Abdul. As a, and then the animated like beavers. <laughs> yeah, the animated beavers. Was it ever any good? Angry Beavers. I think so, but don't remember me watch it back because I realise it wasn't. No. Well, there's a show for next week, isn't it? There is. I only remember one being angry as well. It should have been called it, Angry Beaver. It was pure, pure isn't it? It's, it's Angry Beavers. It is. But only one's angry. So that's not the discussion we're having, Rugrats. Did, did this make you feel good about your life? Did it make you remember the good times? It did. I did, it, I did like it. I did relate more to the parents than I did with the kids, but they'd got the right balance of it was about the kids. It's not about the parents or they are the secondary characters. I think the problem is as well, because we're both uncles and there's always that kind of thing. Like when you're looking after the kids, it's great because you can have fun and give them back. And I felt very much with Stu as well, like that whole kind of thing of trying to still be cool, but on the same time going like, I need to look after these kids, especially the scene in the buffet where they were just taking things and throwing them round. What annoyed me at the end was Angela was... Angela. Uh, Angela Angelica. Did you watch the uh, CITV version? <laughs> Angelica said this was the best holiday ever. I thought you stayed in the hotel the whole time and you just went to a show. So the parents want to go in and save their children and the bouncer says you can't get in without a ticket. Not, oh, OK, I'll go and check and see if they're in there. Typical bouncer. And the granddad's like, I've won loads of money. Here you go. We'll buy some tickets in there for no... Re- we don't want to watch the show. We just want to get our kids out. 
Grandad's one of those great characters in there, isn't he? Was it Grandpa? My Grandpa. Grandpa. I don't know. Also, fun fact for like all grown up, he uh, he appears in that at, at the same time where they they kill off Spike. He doesn't make an appearance in All Grown Up, which I thought, did he need to do that? What they they killed him off? Well, they don't kill him off, but they no longer have a dog. <laughs> so like, no, 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 we don't have a dog anymore. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that thing. But then again, I suppose that's moving on. Imagine if The Simpsons did that. I've actually aged the characters a bit. Yeah, they could probably tell some different stories, couldn't they? <laughs> Just I think someone that. worked. It, I think that someone worked it out the other day. If it was actually generally aged, Homer would be sixty-six now, and Bart would be the same age as Homer. Yes. <laughs> so it, it's yeah. Well, I don't know why they don't do that. Just because who's watching it? It's only the people watching it. They're not getting any new people, are they? No. I don't know. I'm not that target demographic. I'll stop watching after episode 15, series 15. And I swear by series five of The Simpsons is the greatest series of any comedy ever. It's the best series ever. I think we should lock it in. What do you want to give it? Uh, four. Four? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I forgot the windows were open then. <laughs> they probably think you're playing golf in there. Uh, well, do you know what? I've had so many reactions. Uh, I want to give it 70. The look on your face said... No, well. for, the, for you, for the listeners, the minute he said it, he crossed his arms like, come on then, do you want to fight this? <laughs> you um, want to fight this? No, I enjoyed it as well. And it is well written and uh, it has, it still holds up as a classic so I'm willing to give it 70 as well. Cool. Well, let's give it 70. So let's lock it in. That is Rograt locked in with 70. So I'm going to let you pick the next one because we should have really discussed this in the meeting before we started. A long meeting. We have a four-hour meeting before we start. Four How are we going to do this? I think we should end with SMTV Live. Which means we're looking at a bit of one foot in the grave. Hello? They say I might as well face the truth But I'm just too long in the tooth I started to deteriorate And now I've passed my own cell by date Oh, I am no spring chicken, it's true I have to pop my teeth into tune And my old knees have started to knock just got too many miles on the clock So I'm a wrinkly, crinkly, set in my way It's true that my body has seen better days But give me half a chance and I can still misbehave One foot in the grave One foot in the grave Hello! Yeah, yeah, yes, it's Meldrew here Yes, Victor Meldrew Yes, I've been hoping Tell me I am well past my prime The landlord in the sky's calling time But there's one thing that he ought to know I am not yet ready to go I know I'm old, but I'm not a freak I should be cherished like an antique But every time I have a slight cough I'm frightened they'll start switching me off
the bloody hell is everyone gone? So one foot in the grave. Can I just point out, I enjoyed watching this so much back. Because isn't this one episode that was free, laugh out loud, brilliant comedy moments? You know when you get sitcoms and they have one moment? But there was three bits where I thought, that is genuinely gold. And we're going to discuss that as we go along on the old train of comedy. So let's start with the intro. I love the turtles, the tortoises even, before anyone writes in. I no relevance to everything, but sets the I, mood. I don't, I've, never, I've, I've never watched the intro <laughs> properly. Have you not? Did you not uh, like it? I like the song. I love the song, but I love when it's finished because I can look up. <laughs> I, uh, I, I went to visit my brother the other week. And he's got a tortoise. And uh, if you don't show it attention, it kind of just headbutts your leg and until you just... And, and I thought, Chris would hate this. To the oh, point of thinking, can I, can I bring this to a gig and just no. leave it there? No! Of a full-grown man being headbutted by a tortoise. And then you've got to pay attention to it. So, yeah, it, I quite like the intro. No, re- um, It had relevance to the show, yet nothing relevant to it at all. Yeah. Well, because they're meant to look like that is is the is the idea I think. Because they're old. Yes, I liked it. I've started rewatching it because it's all on iPlayer. It's uh, it's like Last of Summer Wine is an old people sitcom for old people, but One Foot in the Grave is old people. But most of the stuff he's talking about is he's actually just a teenager that's rebelling against the system. And and it's just that thing as well. Like he's not miserable. All of the time, but when he wakes up in a genuinely happy mood and goes out and wants to sort out the garden, and then ends up locked in the shed because of swarming bees, it's just brilliant. Just the idea of going, "Where are they from?" and go like anyone would have been annoyed by that. His, his life is brilliant. It's like Kirby enthusiasm. I always agree with Larry most of the time that he is right. Everyone else is being stupid, and he is the correct one. I, I. I have this theory that any man in the world could turn into a miserable bastard within five minutes. <laughs> All it needs is a catalyst. And I think this show kind of plays on that a lot because the big laugh for me was that it being strangled by a kid as well, babysitting. And, and, and kids doing that thing like the more grumpy a person, the more they seem to lev- levitate towards them. <laughs> and when he ends up in the, <laughs> the best line, is in the opticians, where a bloke goes to the reception going, uh, I don't think these lenses are right. I said, oh, why is that? Because this isn't my wife. <laughs> and I thought, that's nonsense, but it's great. Yeah, and even the wife had had lenses in as well, so she'd gone with the wrong husband. Yeah. It could be silly without having to be silly, if you know what I mean. Is this a pickled special? I think it's very... Very pickled. He's in Jonathan Creek. He was yeah. in this in the reception, speaking over Victor. They're having a conversation in between. Victor could have just, oh no, he couldn't because he he got eye drops in. Or <laughs> and uh, Tommy Pickle from Rugrat. Ah, it is very pickle heavy. Like maybe that's the thing we need to do. <laughs> Work out the connection. I don't know why I've written down BBC Look East. I don't know what you've written. She was down. being interviewed for BBC Look East because they were having an election and the election candidate was dressed as the bee. Oh, <laughs> the monster raving loony party dressed as a bee and he goes into the toilet and just sees him in there. It's just, again, a great pullback. Ridiculous. But that, if that was Mrs. Brown's boys, that would be the highlight of the episode. Like, it was slapsticky. I loved it. When Angus Deaton's in it. All these things happen yeah. to him because of Victor. But half the time, it wasn't Victor's fault that it happened. It just happened by coincidence <laughs> that all this stuff had snowballed. Uh, everyone has gone from the sky eye drops in. They just leave him there. Yeah. He's waiting to be set. I'm trying to think of my favourite bit on it. Is, ah, the best bit was in the hospital when they took him in to be shaved. <laughs> and it was one of the guys from the mental section who had got out and was just shaving him. And he started to get a bit worried, but he said, I went to Mars last week. Oh, it's so expensive to get a house up there now. I thought that was great. And the line, oh, that was a close shave. And at the end, when he says, I'm going to put some 
If you hear some screaming, it's just me putting some aftershave on. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love this. Also, the other line that really got me was the toilet paper that he said it's not, it isn't uh, got the right, uh, it hasn't got the seam on, on both sides. And Margaret's response is, you're not getting my sewing machine out of this time. <laughs> he knew exactly what he was going to think of doing. This was great, man. I mean, the only disappointment is it is as a series, but the last ever episode was dog shite. Well, no, it's quite a good episode. Just the fact that the ITV it, it, decided to put Who Wants to Be a Millionaire with the first winner on. I think I was the only person watching one for it in the grave that night. Well, is that what they, they do kill him off on the last one, don't they? Yeah. Paul and Merton just... is there for a reunion and everyone isn't hasn't turned up because they've either uh I don't know, they've cancelled or they've died on the way there. <laughs> I, lo- I love the way Paul Merton's there and no Angus Deaton. Just saying. And near the end of the series, Angus Deaton has actually just turned into Victor. He's just as bad yeah. as he is. I'm gonna watch him all back. I I love this. It was a nice slice of something. That I don't nice think on there when we watch something we enjoy, isn't it? It's not all nice when you sit back and think, this is genuinely good. There was some good stuff in the 90s that I don't sit there and go, this is problematic. And it's not stuff where people go, problematic. There's been a few things that I've watched and gone, I generally feel uncomfortable watching this back. Also with Margaret, everyone thinks that Victor's the funny character. Margaret has also got killer lines in it as well. She She's all, she's sometimes grumpy than he is. I, there's another episode later on in the series. It's kind of, it's so well done. It's got Margaret reading a letter, walking around the house, sitting down and like, do you know the one I'm on about? But it looks like Victor's dead. Yeah. And it's just part of the memory. And it's just, it's one of the best bits of British television ever. Or, or I think just acting in general, it's so cleverly put together and constructed. And I think, just for that, we need to give it five more points for what it goes on to do. I remember watching that in the weird time where I saw myself as an actor for them six months of performing arts. But I'm thinking that's really good. And I realised I got nowhere because most of my monologues came from this and only falls and all. Is that the one where they think he, he's died at the end and she's actually visiting his dad's grave? And then yeah, you yeah, just yeah. cut to Victor yelling at the television screen. Everyone in the audience cheers because he's like, oh, he hasn't died. He's still mad. It's just the, the writing on that is, gee, I'm going to watch that after we, we've hung up. It is, is if that's like how well, well written it is. And you don't know where the plot's going because it's all intertwined. And then you watch Mrs. Brown's boys and you think, wow, you wrote this in an afternoon. Anyway, yeah, it's, it's almost like they turn up. Oh, we've got a bucket of slush. I wonder where that's gonna go. Do you know that she's in a new film? She's in an American film, Mrs. Brown. Is she what as Mrs. Brown? As Mrs. Brown, I think it's America, it's a comedian that dressed up as a woman. So they thought, oh, let's get in. Um, I think she walks to the door and says, Wakanda forever, which is like, oh my god, what that sounds terrible. It is. <laughs> Uh, Mr. Joseph, to- oh, oh, also uh, shout out to Joseph. He went and did Countdown yesterday. I have no idea oh, how he did sure. because we. I don't want to know until it comes out. I'll, we might, might just review it on here. Just watch that for the, that week instead of Countdown. Does he count as nineties? Does he? Uh, does he play Street Countdown, or is that just a myth? He does go to conventions, which is almost like Street Countdown. Is it? Is that like Street Countdown where they on the street? There's Give me one of those sweet, sweet vows. And Benedict Wong from Marvel's in it. <laughs> oh, that sounds amazing. Drink Countdown. I love Countdown. Maybe we should do a 90s Countdown. Yeah, or a Joseph Countdown. Joseph Countdown. We could interview people who have been on Countdown. I think we should give this 80. I want to give it 82. As 80, 80. as well, not 82. As well. As you do it every week. And then, all right, 82 then. But I generally think, like, British comedy, when it's great, is one of the best things we have in any kind of form of art. Like, that and music in this country is sometimes magnificent. I like, this was really funny. And the amount of gags per episode, if that was any other writer, would have put those in other episodes to kind of balance it. But it was all boo, 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 
Yeah, 80. Let's do it. Let's lock it in. Let's lock it in. That was one foot in the grave there. Next up, we've got SMTV Live. from going from something that's well planned out all I've written at the top was chaos I uh now I always have a special place in my heart for SMTV Live because you've worked with me for a while and know that all I've wanted to do for several years is recreate this live on stage uh I love it I think it has everything once again there's a few moments in it where you think oh there's quite a few mentions of boobs in this that you wouldn't really get away with it was when you talk about carry on films earlier I was like yeah, did you watch SMTV Live? Because it's really... Yeah. Whoa, 19th lads. the pom-poms. We don't want clip. the cat in here because she's common. There's a clip on it where Chris Evans licked the cat. That wouldn't be allowed now. Well, it would, but he was licking everyone back there, weren't it? And do you know why he did that? Because he wants <laughs> to. Yeah, Billy Piper was in it. Yeah, she... It was weird because it was like... The episode we watched as well was on the eve of not being 90s. And yes. watching it back was thinking this was towards the end of the glory years. Because <laughs> it was that weird time when Spice Girls had split up and they were all doing their own kind of thing and thinking, oh, who remembers Victoria Beckham's solo stuff? Unfortunately, we do. Lolly, Lolly. Louise. Um, Precious, was it? I think that was another band, was it? Or a person? I don't know. I think she was a lady. Can I just say, I once worked with Lolly years ago and she got to the end of her set, just come off stage. Everyone thought she was going to do an encore and the curtains were open and people were cheering and she was like, oh, I suppose I'll best do an encore. I went, (laughs) yeah, uh, well, I could do one of the songs I did earlier again. She did four songs. Lovely woman, though. Really nice. (laughs) Pleasure to work with. Would you want to hear again? Viva, 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 Maria. S Club 7, Westlife, uh, Britney Spears. They also said PJ Duncan was going to come back for the final time. That was a lie. Yeah, because any event they wheel that out, that's up there with Paul McCartney singing Hey Jude, isn't it? Was it a woman on there called Phyllis? I thought, oh, she's back again. She's probably going to start singing uh, Joseph and his technical and dreamcoat again. Oh, Phyllis. It would be the old woman. Do you know what? Phyllis was my nan's name. And it just made me think. And then I realised Phil's my dad's name. And I only connected at that point of watching this. Talk about idiotic. You read come over and go, my dad's named after my dad. Who are you named after then? Uh, I'm I, I named Adam after. Well, my, my dad wanted to call me He Man. <laughs> You've said that before. <laughs> be a ridiculous name so I'm actually Prince Adam and it was sold to my mum that was called Adam because I was the first son but no you're called Prince 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 Jones let's go crazy that could be that'd be a great name that might be my comedy name from now on Prince Jones Prince Jones no you're the king of comedy I am the king of comedy not for much longer you're gonna have to fight to get that title (laughs) but yeah Phyllis was a person that Deck was pretending was an old woman and wasn't. And he got beaten up. There was a lot of women beating up boys on this. T4? T4 said hello to them and, and said thank you on the 100 shows. That was good. I miss, I miss Holly Oaks on T4. It's always made me want to buy an Igo. An Argo? It used to be the advert at Argo by Toyota. Oh. And still today when I see an Igo by Toyota, Toyota, I think. I really want to watch some Hollyoaks. We don't. We don't want to watch some Hollyoaks. We're not doing Hollyoaks. Can we do 90s Hollyoaks? Can we do like Kurt, Jabbo and Tony Hollyoaks? We can, because listeners, we're not running out of shows or anything. But if we're doing Hollyoaks, then we... We were running out of shows on episode nine. (laughs) Like, we were running out 
quite early on. Deck is pretending to be the Queen. And if this was on Britain's Got Talent, he would have got gonged off. He would have got gonged off. How was he? How was he so successful? What are you on about? Like he had a great line going. Keep on buying the stamps. I thought it was just a really nice line. Yeah, but they had like the Kenny Everett laughing from the floor, going, "But he's really funny. We don't want to lose our jobs. Keep laughing. Keep laughing. Come on." That's what they do with those terrible sketches. Yeah, and also at the beginning with the Queen Mum. I thought that actually was the Queen. Did you think did you think that the queen the queen mum would be brought out of her house to set off an alarm for SMTV Live? Yes, I did. Fair enough. You don't hear her mentioned anymore, do you? She's kind of forgotten the old queen mum. Uh, well, she's been dead a while yeah. now, but it's it's very much right. I think people have forgotten her like, because the queen wasn't well. She was old, but she wasn't old old back then. She ruined that Easter she died because all that that's all they talked about that weekend. They did. You, they did ruin it that Easter. You stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that's what she was thinking. I'm going to go now. Yeah. I think they moved in Only Falls and All She's Special because of it. What? I, they might have done. I don't know when they did the new, the, the, the final trilogy. I swear the second one was meant to go out at Easter. I think they messed it up though, did they? Because, like, do you mean the actual trilogy? Or do you mean that? Where they drew it out for three years. Oh, and they drew it out for three years. I thought it was meant to be at Easter. No, because because mm. they'd spent so much money on it. <laughs> I I think that was the thing that they really drew it out. Should we get to the piece to resist all? Yes. Wonky donkey. I got confused because I never really watched SM TV when it was on, and uh, they said they're going to do Wonky Donkey, and then they asked the question. And then they came back later and did Wonky Donkey, and it's like, oh, 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 I understand now. Um, That's not a Wonky Donkey. I generally thought the YouTube clip had cut it out. I thought you've cut out the Wonky Donkey bit. They, they, what was it again? Because I haven't noted that. Well, I went on a little. I went down a little rabbit hole of watching lots of them. There was Wham Lamb. Wham Lamb. It's a lamb it's wearing a wham, wham t-shirt. It's a lamb with wham That's It was a crocodile with a Scottish hat on. Scotty Croc? No. You're almost Scotty as bad as that. No! It doesn't rhyme! Scott Croc? It's meant to rhyme! Scott Croc? No! That's what they kept doing. And I kept doing it as well. And I thought... A... Scotty Crocky? No! Stop saying Scott. Crocodile Scott? This is almost a recreation of what happened. What, what was it? What was it? What's another name for a Scott? Jock Croc? Yes! There we go. Jock Croc? <laughs> yes. This is going to be in our book of 90s stuff. We're going to basically put Wonky Donkey in there. The producer said, oh, Scott, Scott Croc. And uh, Deck was like, no, Mr. Producer Man, that doesn't rhyme. It doesn't rhyme, Mr. Producer Man. It's, it's Jock Croc. Jock and I was like, oh, it does make more sense. It's meant to rhyme, man. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that accent was. Sorry for anyone listening at home. That's terrible. I'd love to know all the kids that he yelled at on um, SMTV Live yeah. and it's all right now. I think they deserved it, though. <laughs> I know that Ant doesn't really care. Ant's trying to keep it together and be professional. <laughs> Next, like, stop being an idiot. What other... Uh, do you want to play another <laughs> round of... Oh, there was a cat and it got spots. Uh, kitten... Kitten... <laughs> no, it does meant to rhyme. Spot, uh, coloured cat. No, a cat with spots. Yeah, uh, fed up feline. No, someone, someone says something like uh, "spotty pussy" at one point, which that's <laughs> like, hang on a minute, whoa, yeah, right. oh man, we're gonna, we're gonna do this book for Christmas, small screen nineties, like, ultimate. and I want Chris, I want you to draw. Some wonky donkeys. Yeah. I don't, oh, man, this is it. No, I'm talking about, we, we need to release a book called yeah. Small Screen 90s Christmas Fun and Games. I'm there. Yeah, I know, but won't SMTV Live and Anton Deck sue us for making wonky donkey? We'll call it Funky, Funky Donkey. Funky Monkey. Funky Monkey. Uh, people would just think it's a review of uh, Dover's. Anyway, I haven't told you the answer for the cat. Oh, well, what was it? Sorry. Zitty Kitty. Zitty Kitty. Oh, that's yes. dark. He'd got zits. So, yeah, we, we, I thought some of them were hard. It also, 
I think maybe they should have the wonky donkey out longer. So kids have got it's basically right. You're on the phone. What's this? And they're like, I don't bloody what do I know what it is? I need to yeah. have, think about it. Uh, it, it it's it's frog. It, 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 it's uh, doggy frogging. Dog, doggy frogging. <laughs> doggy frogging. Also, Pokemon rap. Absolutely brilliant. With Brian! And I still say to this day, if it's a misty day, someone's like, what's the weather like? I'm like, misty! And sometimes people get the reference, sometimes people just look at me weirdly. What is CD UK? Is it like the music one at the end, which isn't... Is CD UK. Like... Uh, I thought it... it was a crime programme where people went to find really seedy people in the UK. Is it their version of Lorraine? It's part of Good Morning Britain, but it's not Good Morning Britain, but it is Good Morning Britain. CDUK was exactly that. Basically, it was the chart show, but with people singing on it. Ah, Wanton Deck on it. No, they used to host it. Oh. I love CDUK. Maybe we should do that next week. Yes. So they used to do Countdown UK, Countdown UK. The chart show, I think, might have been better because it was just videos. Of the pops. Couple of pops. Do you remember in the old days when you had to wait till a Friday to watch a music video? <laughs> Can't just go yeah. log on. No logging so on, log... have a look at it. And you've got to hope it's on there. Yeah. <laughs> if not, you've got to wait. I was a what big fan of North and South. They were hardly ever on there. Waiting to see the B- BC52's version of the Flintstones. Can, can we please, next week, please do North and South, no sweat. I have no idea what that is. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Oh, but do, do, do you not know who North and South were? No. They were a band in the 90s who had their own TV show. Oh. Yeah, but will we able to find any clips of it or any episodes? I know, I know for sure there's clips of it because I've watched it back because I wanted Man Not A Boy as my intro, but I couldn't find it anywhere. You sound like a backstreet dealer, like, yeah, I know what you get, son. I'll find it for you. It does sound a bit dodged, doesn't it? You know me, boy. <laughs> No, I wanted No Sweat, like the theme to No Sweat, as the walk-on music. But I couldn't again? find it anywhere. It's called No Sweat. No, there's a bit at the beginning you just said. North and South, No Sweat. Oh, that's it. North, North and South. <laughs> Aren't you in Edinburgh next week? I am in Edinburgh next week. Yes, you make, take a photo on the first day and then take a photo on the last day and we'll see the... T- deterioration of AMJ over the Edinburgh Fringe. I, I think it's already... I've, uh, well, if anyone's interested, not um, only am I doing 9.15 every single night at Bar 50 in the Garden Rouge, I've taken on eight extra dates, and from the 20th to the 28th, they're at 1.15 as well. You can actually go home during the middle or just stay there. <laughs> stay there. Just stay there. So I've, I've, I've worked out... I've, Probably doing 39 performances. Gosh. How did the bonus Gosh. shows come about? Because it's sold out uh, already. 
I want to say they've sold out already, but no, no, they were just extra dates there. And I thought, you know what? Yeah. I'm having it. Some people don't want to start to 9.15. What if people have been missing me? Because other acts have been on. Mainly the 10 other acts that are on at the same time who have slightly bigger, uh, what's the word, social media following and agencies. That doesn't know I'm in Edinburgh when you want to see a show but your show's the same night of it every night and you haven't got a day off. And you're like, oh. did, did you have a day off when you went up last? Uh, I did, yeah. I had one day off. The 14th is always the day that everyone has off, but then everyone has it off, so it's best maybe not to have that off and have a different day. I've not got a day off. No days off. Well, no so you've gone off. up there to do it. It's sort of, what is the point of a day off? Yeah, and like, no, no offence to anyone, I love comedy for, in my heart, my soul and my bones, but after 40 gigs, I don't want to see anyone do any comedy. It's the last <laughs> thing I want to see in the rest of the world. Do you know what I mean? Like, you can love something so much, but no, no one wants that. I'd rather sit and watch a film. Do you want to hear about lockdown stories? I'd rather eat my own ass. In different accents? That's what I want. Different accents. Right, what what shall we give old uh, SMTV? Uh, 55. I think you're right there. So let's lock it in. So 55 for SMTV. So I hope you've enjoyed this week's uh, episode. 55 for SMTV Live. 55 for SMTV Live. Sorry, it's been an interesting morning. So uh, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of, uh, I'm going to say SMTV now, of SMTV with me, AMJ and Chris Barnes. And uh, there's only one thing to say. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.